is the Today's Word podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena and I bring you Today's Word for September 5th, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on the Word of God. Standing on a word from God, I'm sorry. When you get a word from God, you got to stand on that word. You got to believe you receive. And it might take a long time before it actually manifests in your life. But the whole time you got to believe God. You got to continue to believe God. So we, we're going to study different people. I like to teach by both precept and example. So we've been studying the life of Abraham. This is part seven of the series. And today, the title of today's message is for God, it's already done for God. It's already done. Even though for us, it may be a matter of time. Now you may have heard me say this or, or your pastor say, Hey, it's already done. And people get excited. It's already done, but they don't, you, if you don't have an understanding of what that really means, it, it's difficult. You can get frustrated as you're attempting to live by faith, as you're attempting to believe God. So let's get an understanding this morning. So in Genesis chapter 17, I read for you 17. We looked at like verses one through six yesterday. I want to look at verse five today. So 17 and five, the Bible says, this is what God said to Abraham. Neither shall thy name be any more called Abram, but your name is going to be Abraham for a father of many nations, I have made thee. He's saying right now, I have made you a father of many nations. It's already done. He's 99 years old. His wife is 89 years old. God is saying, I have already made you a father of many nations, even though he doesn't have any children yet with his wife, even though Sarah is still barren uh, uh, at 89 years old. God is saying, I've already done it. I have already made you a father of many nations. So what does this mean to you today? Because we got to get an understanding. You will never maximize something that you do not understand. We got to get an understanding of, about faith and how God works and how God speaks to us and how we're supposed to receive it and then walk it out here in the earth. So what does this mean to you today? I have eight things to share with you. I, I pray now that you open up your heart to what God is saying, that you would hear God's voice through my voice. You ready? Eight things quickly. Here we go. Number one, in Genesis 17 and five, God told Abram that he had already made him a father of many nations. So for God, it was already done. From God's perspective, it was already done, even though for Abram, it was a matter of time. And it's the same thing with us today. When God speaks to us, for him, it's already done. For us, it's a matter of time. I'm going to explain. Number two, God speaks to us from the position of what I call the eternal now, right? So we, you and I, we live in time. And so there's a certain um, sequence to time. There's, there's a certain chronology to time. And we live in that sequence, right? So we live within the sequence or the chronology of time. So we're living things out within the continuum of time. But God, although he can operate in time, is outside of time. And God is in eternity. So God's natural realm is eternity. Our natural realm is time. So God, when he speaks to us, he's not confined by time because he's outside of time, right? So when God looks at us, he sees the entire span of our lives. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that the blessings and cursings pass on to the second and third generation. When God looks at you, he actually sees you, the whole span of your life, your children, the whole span of their lives, your children, children, the whole span of their lives. He sees you and the second and third generation. When he speaks a word to you, he's trying to impact your grandchildren. He's impacting 120 years because of the decisions that you make. So he's impacting, right? Because he's in eternity. When he looks at you, he doesn't just see you in time. He sees the whole thing. So in God's realm, that's why when God sees, God sees what is and what is yet to be. 
So if you read Ecclesiastes 3 and 15, the Bible says everything that is has already been and everything that will be has already been for God is seeking that which has passed by so that history can repeat itself. God is looking for everything that he saw in eternity to be manifested in time. So when he looks at us today, he's looking for what he planned. When he looks at you today, he's looking for what he saw. So he's looking for that. So when God speaks, God never speaks in future tense, right? Because for him it's already done. He can speak in past tense, but he doesn't speak in future tense. So I call it the eternal now. When God speaks to us from eternity, it's always now, right? So it's never future. He speaks to us and he speaks to you like, hey, I've done this. I have already done it. I've done it now. Even though for you, it may not happen for five months or for five weeks or for five years, right? So for him, it's already done. And for us, it's a matter of time before it manifests in the earth. So you got to get an understanding of this so that you can properly know how to walk this thing out so that you don't give up on your faith, so that you have faith and patience, so that you keep your expectation up, so that you manage your expectations, so you're not expecting something to happen before it's supposed to happen and you get frustrated and you want to throw in the towel and leave your church and get mad at your pastor, none of that stuff. You, you got to understand how this thing works so that you can walk it out effectively. Number three, Paul talked about Abraham in the New Testament in Romans chapter four. And when he did, this is what he said. This is Romans 4 and 17 from the Amplified. Uh, Paul said, as it, is, as it is written, he's talking about Abraham, I have made you a father of many nations. This is Paul writing about what God said to Abraham and says, he was our appointed father in the sight of God, whom he believed, who he believed in a God who could give life to the dead and speak of the non-existent things that he already foretold and he promised as though they already existed. So the King James says, God calls those things which be not as though they were. The Amplifier says that God speaks of non-existent things that he already promised as though they already existed. So look at it this way. When God speaks to you, God can talk to you about your marriage. Uh, God can talk to you about your children. God can talk to you about your business. And God will reveal something to you. He's speaking to you. He's revealing non-existent things, right? Things that are non-existent in this world that he already promised as though they already existed. So when he speaks to you, he's speaking like for him, it's already done, even though for you, it's a matter of time. It may take a long time in, in this realm for it to manifest, even though in God's realm, it's already done. So you gotta get an understanding of revelation that for God, it's already done. Number four, if God promised something and he cannot lie, Titus one and two says that God can't lie, right? And Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man, that he shall lie, neither is he the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he will perform it. If he promised it, he will make it good. So if God can't lie, if God is, is gonna make his word good, if God promised something and he told us it's already done, then for him, actually it's already done. He, he has actually already seen it play out. He's actually already seen it manifest. And so we have to live with an expectation of that. We have to live with an expectation that God saw something. God saw my future, although for me it's, it's future, for God is past, and God saw it in past tense, and God declared it as if it were past tense, and God said it, and God revealed it, and God spoke it over me, and so now I'm living with an expectation that something is going to happen that God revealed, even though for me it may, it may take some time, but I'm living with an expectation that it's only a matter of time because God already said it, and for God it's already done. Number five, Paul tells us that a 99-year-old Abraham had to look past 
his old age. He had to look past the deadness of Sarah's womb. He had to look past the fact that Sarah couldn't have children when she was 17 or 18 and now she was 90 years old. He had to look past all of that. He had no little blue pill. There was no Viagra back then. The, the Bible says that his stuff, his, his stuff wasn't working, right? The deadness of his own body from, from the waist down, his stuff wasn't working. He had to believe God at 99 years old and his wife was 89 years old. He had to believe that God could give life to that thing and God could give life supernaturally in the natural for them to have that child and they had it. He believed God and that's how we're supposed to live. Number six, it had been 24 years since he received the promise. He still didn't have any children. He was 90 years old. She was eight, uh, uh, 80 years old by this point, and they still had to believe that's how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to believe God despite what's happening down here in this realm. Number seven, we're called to believe a God, right? Believe what he said and then release our faith for him to do what he said, even when all the sense realm evidence that we see is Flying in the face of what God said. Even when we have sense realm evidence that is contrary to what God said, we may have a doctor's report or uh, uh, we may have a financial report and God is saying something and, and, and these reports are contradicting his report. But then the Bible asks the question, whose report are you going to believe? We have to believe God. Even when we have sense realm evidence that is flying in the face of what God said, we have to believe God anyway. That's why we're called to live by faith and not by sight. Sight means I'm living by what I can see in the natural. Faith means I'm living by what I can see in the spirit. So I cannot be moved by what I see down here because I'm moved by only what God said up there. I'm living by a higher reality. Number eight, and finally, last point, and I'm done for today. Crossover from hope to faith. Hope says, you know what? I'm going to have it someday. I'm just hoping and the wishing and the praying, and I'm going to have it someday. Faith says I have it right now. Even though, listen, faith says God said it's already done, so I believe it's already done. Faith says I have it right now, even though it may not happen for five years, it's just a matter of time. But faith is not in the future. Faith is always now. I believe I receive what God said. I'm believing it now. I'm receiving it now. Abram had to go around saying, hey, to all his friends, my name is no longer Abram. My name is Abraham. I'm a father of many nations. He had to say it even before his wife got pregnant. He had to say it even before they had the baby. He had to go around saying, my name is Abraham to people that knew he didn't have any kids. And God requires that of us. God requires that we say it before we see it so that we can see what we said. That's how we're called to live by faith. I know I covered a lot today. I'm hoping to, to kind of, and I'll, I'll deal with this some more, trying to give you understanding concerning how this thing works. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Open up your mouth and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. I expect the manifestation of everything you have spoken over me. When you said it, it sounded like it was already done. And for you, Father, in eternity, it actually already is. But for me, living in time, it has not happened yet. But I choose to live by what you reveal over what I see in the natural. I walk by faith and not by sight. I say what I see in the spirit and I refuse to allow what I see in the natural to cause me to change what I said. I am the just. And I live by faith. I live every day with an expectation that your promises will be manifested in my life, in the earth, 
I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. There's a subscribe button. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Walk into this day determined right now that you're going to live by faith and not by sight. That you're going to live by what God said and not by what you see. That you're going to receive what God said now, even though it may not happen for quite some time. And you're going to continue to live with an expectation of the manifestation of the promises of God in your life. Now, please share this message with someone that you know. Have a blessed day. God bless you.